Good morning and welcome to the Lost Lake Farmer podcast. I'm Kevin. It is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. I am walking around looking at cows, seeing if anybody is in heat, seeing, looking at poop consistency, seeing if there are any health issues. And I'm also just trying to hone my eye on uh, visual bodily characteristics, physical characteristics of different cows and trying to a little bit calibrate calibrate my eye to the ones that I know have have done better in our system, both health health and fertility-wise and production-wise. I'll admit, I don't, I don't know a lot about visual assessment of cattle. I have never been involved in show cattle or judging in any way, although I know sometimes those um, criteria that do well in a, in a judging arena, arena can be different from assessing real life production characteristics. But originally, I, I believe they were those criteria were, were were designed to be a way to assess that but in in some some breeds and some some arenas there there has been a significant divide between the judge judging arena or judging show cattle and and production cattle commercial cattle. Uh, I also have not been involved much with purebred or with any breed organizations or anything like that. I've done a little bit of reading in um, periodical articles, farm articles, like in Stockman Grass Farmer or Gray's, gone to some conference sessions and so forth. But those types of things, they give you kind of the basics, but it's it's hard to really get down into the details of, of what really to look for. And there seem to also be very differing opinions, uh, especially when you compare, say, um, high input, high production, commercial dairy, modern dairy, to a low input grass-fed system like mine. But I also know there are some that are doing 
grass-based production. I don't know about 100% grass-fed, um, but these grass-based and, and definitely organic who are also trying to be part of, uh, also are part of those breed organizations that are trying to, to breed you know, the best, most productive cattle and, and so forth and Holstein breed and, and so forth. But uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to add, add to my, my toolkit and take, make my own observations of what is working for me. And I think I need to do a little bit more reading. I have one book by Gerald Fry, who was mostly involved in beef, but he was big on linear measurement, and he had specific measurements he would take and specific ratios that he said would work well in a grass-fed system. And he said, he claimed that uh, those, those measurements should be, should hold true for dairy as well. And then some other visual assessment things that he has, like the escutcheons, which are these, um, they're, they're these kind of on the back end between the vulva and the, and the udder, these sort of long linear markings that go in different shapes. And he had different interpretations for what that can mean for their fat production and their and their milk production, and I'm not sure what else. I haven't actually read the book, so I, I need to pick that up off the shelf and, and look at it um, and maybe look into what other books or resources are out there or maybe dive into YouTube. And I'm sure there are people that go out and, and assess their cattle. And I'm talking about sort of base assessment. Body condition scoring is something I have I have done, although I don't do it on a numeric numerical system anymore. But I have done that in the past, so I understand how that works. Um, the other thing that I know some people look at is the the hair whorl. So the the spot we we have a hair whorl too. The the spot where the the hair on on the top line where the hair um, goes in a little spiral, and that's where the the hair changes direction. So in the in front of it, it goes forwards towards the nose, and behind it, it goes backwards towards the tail. And I don't remember what was said about that. I believe it's like if it's a certain distance behind the shoulder that's supposed to be good and if it's at the shoulder or in front it's less good but I'm not sure if that's a health or a production thing so sorry this is not an informative type of episode this is me trying to to work out things to take note of and look up in the future so you'll have to stay tuned as I as I get more educated, but I'm, I'm trying to, to kind of make note of those differences within my cows and, and see, it seems like 
the more productive ones do seem to have the hair whorl further further back, like between the the pins and the front shoulders. About twenty five percent of that length back behind the shoulder seems to be where most of the most productive cows have it. But stay tuned. I haven't like made a full list of every of every cow. Uh, the other thing that I like to look at is is horns, um, horn horn shape, horn uh, quality. So like some uh, some cows or or even heifers before they calve, it seems like their horns are like chip off and stuff and they have less sort of structural integrity and I don't seems genetic because there there can be multiple animals in a group that have had the same feed and minerals and management their whole lives and some will have more structurally sound horns than others but I guess the biggest thing that I've noted is it seems like the more even and structurally, even the between the horns and structurally sound, the better they're overall health has been so I don't know if it's that it's an indicator of something genetic that is showing up in the horns or if it is that if they have some stressor in calfhood or as they're growing that is affecting how their horns are growing that is also affecting their future health. I don't know. And maybe it doesn't really matter what it is, but uh, which of those it is. But I guess part of part of the reason of, of trying to to get better at visual assessment is to use more than just well, specifically on heifers, when I'm trying to look at which ones to keep for replacements, although so far we've kept almost all of our heifers as replacements because we've been kind of somewhat growing or I guess trying to call as much as we can to, to be selecting for the, the ones that we, to have the, the genetics that work best for us. But then also, since I'm I'm breeding some to beef and some to dairy, to know, okay, if this heifer is more likely to be a really good cow, whose genetics we want to further in the herd, it'd be nice to have at least a chance of a heifer calf right from that first, that could be a replacement right from their first calf and therefore breed them to dairy. 
and to have more to go on than just their mother's performance, but also to to be a little bit more confident in my ability to visually assess a heifer for her potential. So that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about today. As soon as I'm done looking at these girls, I'm gonna feed the pigs and then fire up the tractor and bring out some hay. I wish all of you a lovely Sunday. Talk tomorrow.